Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hey guys, what's going on? It is Russ. Welcome to today's show. So today I have the amazing Adrienne Richardson, who is our director of lead generation at Clients on Demand. She does all of our Facebook advertising and all of our lead gen and all that stuff. And uh, a lot of big changes have been happening lately with Facebook, where Mark Zuckerberg is getting called to testify in front of Congress and people are talking about Facebook algorithm updates and changes and all these things. And so a lot of marketers who use Facebook for their advertising, which of course we do, are very concerned about some of these changes. And so I thought it'd be really cool if I brought Adrian on today and we could kind of pull the curtain back and, and give you the, the real lowdown on what's changing on, you know, if it's something that you need to be concerned about or if it's something that's kind of just no big deal. So Adrian, welcome to the show. It's great to have hey, you. Hey, everybody. So the algorithm update happened when? Because it was a couple months ago now and it was before all this privacy stuff. So it's kind of two separate yeah. things, right? Yeah, I mean, the app, Facebook, as most people know, changes, tightens things up, tweaks things, adjusts them like once or twice a year. And so back in February was when they did kind of a change to the algorithm. And every time they do that, people typically will see their ads kind of go off kilter and not perform as well for a few weeks because it kind of throws things off. So that happened back in February. That was before the whole big breach privacy stuff happened. <laughs> and that affected a lot of people. And then what happened was all this other stuff. So it's like a lot of people have been seeing where their results have been not as expected or as they have been for the past couple of months. And that's just because we kind of had a collision of a couple of things happen around the same time. Right, 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 right. Okay. So, so there's a few different things going on. So the algorithm update, what was that specifically? What did they change? Well, I mean, they don't really tell us what they change. They just say that they're going to be making some updates. Um, they added more options in. So at different levels, like at the campaign level, now you can optimize for key results. You know, they're at each level, mainly at the campaign level and the ad set level, they added in some new options lots of different like creative testing. And so every time they add in new options of ways to optimize or places to serve the ads, like the marketplace or the messenger things, like every time they make those changes, it kind of makes a change to the algorithm overall to allow for those things to be introduced, mm -hmm. if you will. So that was what they made then. It was like they added in a whole bunch of new features. And when they did that, you know, that changes the algorithm. But didn't they also prioritize what people were going to see. Yes, yes. So that was the other big thing that they made. Um, the announcement they had was where, and we actually did a Facebook Live on this back then, was that they were no longer going to prioritize posts by pages. They really wanted, you know, people were complaining that they weren't seeing enough posts from their friends and their people that they were friends with. They were seeing too many posts from business pages. And so Facebook was going to be pulling that back a lot. And unless you're getting a lot of engagement and such from on your posts on your page, you literally were probably not going to be seen anymore, which at that time we were talking about the importance, you know, of running ads so that you have control over that. Okay. So 
what has changed since then? Because I know we were online the other day and there was somebody, I forget who it was, but there's somebody who made a video like complaining of I've, I've, I've spent all this money on Facebook and I've built this big following and you know, and all these other things. And and now it looks like no one's seeing my posts. And so people are seeing a drop in their yes. in their organic reach, right? Oh, absolutely. And and that's what the biggest change was made was when they said, listen, we're not gonna be really showing your posts on your business page to people anymore. They're going to need to go visit mm-hmm. your page in order to see what you're posting. That hurt people who were depending on organic reach that were used to posting things to their page and getting interaction, even though over the years that has continued to drop. I mean, ever since Facebook went public with their company and now they needed to you know, answer to their shareholders, if you will, they kind of rolled out this pay to play model and they've just been tightening that up ever since. I mean, really to me, when they made that announcement, it was no surprise because they've done this more and more and more every year since they became a public company. Right. But, but people were sort of, I think I'm just, I'm seeing a stronger reaction this time than <laughs> before because it just seems yeah. like people were sort of blindsided by this where they're like, well, we spent all this money on advertising and now people kind of aren't seeing my posts. And, and it just, I was just surprised that people reacted so negatively this time when, I kind of feel like they didn't before, or maybe I just missed it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why people got so fired up over it. I think that it did have the, I don't know. I don't know if they piggybacked on the fact that, that like right after that was when the whole privacy thing came out and there was already Mm -hmm. so much attention and backlash against Facebook for that might've been why people responded more harshly. But I mean, the bottom line is that it's still the best advertising tool that exists and we have to be flexible and figure out how to work alongside of it rather than just getting mad about it and going on Facebook to complain about Facebook, (laughs) 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 which always cracks me up when people go on Facebook to complain about Facebook. I'm like, well, then don't be here if you don't like it. Right. That's like going and eating at a restaurant and saying, I hate your food, but I'm here eating at your restaurant. Like that makes no sense whatsoever. Well, so some people, some people haven't, you know, some people have kind of like jumped ship on Facebook, but we're still getting such great results from it, despite all this stuff that I kind of just want people to understand that the online environment is always going to change, right? Companies, because companies are changing because people change, because people are constantly rolling out new policies and new priorities and new things or whatever. And that's just kind of the environment that we're in. And so all of us have to learn to adapt to that. But what doesn't change is human nature. So in other words, the stuff that works in advertising today is the stuff that worked in advertising last year is the stuff that worked the year before, because you're talking about psychology. You're talking about how people make decisions. And I think people pretty much make decisions in in fundamentally a really similar way today than they did a year ago, than they did six months ago, whatever. And so even though we might be using different technology, maybe you stop using Facebook, you start using something else. Maybe you it's you know video marketing, and then maybe one day it's webinars or whatever. The psychological triggers that allow you to communicate powerfully with with other human beings they're not going to change much. Yeah. So you see people freaking out about this stuff, but it's like if you understand the principles of how to communicate, it, it almost doesn't really matter as much what platform you're using. Yeah. Well, and I think that's what causes people to get stressed out is that too many people these days are so focused on the tool and the software that they're going to use. And, oh, should I use lead pages or should I use ClickFunnels? Should I use PayPal or should I use Stripe? Like people are so hung up on the tool that they're not spending any time to really understand and learn the basic fundamentals of how advertising works and how people work and how they interact with marketing, you know, messages and things like that. 
And they spend so much time just being consumed about what tool to use. And then when that tool doesn't work, they're angry with that tool or it makes changes and they get angry with it. And the real thing is that you can become flexible and adapt very easily if you have these basic fundamentals in place and this and this understanding of it. And then it's like, okay, Facebook changed. So what? We'll change with it, you know, but it's like yeah. we don't because we are solid in that foundation. Well, there's a lot of people talking about these days about like sort of copying other people's marketing or like if you see a webinar that's working or an ad that's working, just copy it, you know, and then they'll never tell you to just copy it directly, but they'll be like, oh, change two or three words just so you don't get sued and you're good. (laughs) The problem with doing that is that you still might get sued. But if you don't understand the idea behind something, if you don't understand the principles behind something, then you'll never understand why those people made the choices they made. Why did they say that in their webinar instead of something else? Why did they run their ad that way instead of doing something else? So it's not just a, a question of copying someone's marketing and then you're good. Because as soon as something in the environment changes yeah, and it's time to now adapt you're not going to be able to adapt because you don't understand what you're doing. In the you don't even place. know. Right. I mean, that's a really, really horrible position to be in because think about it. It's like the person who created it, created it because they understand human nature and psychology and the way marketing works. But the person who's copying doesn't know that. They're like, oh, that works. I'll just copy it and I'll get the same results. But like you said, when something changes, that person is at the what the will or whatever of this mm-hmm. other people. Oh, well, I'm just going to keep copying people, which first of all, they don't even know, is it working? Or I'm just going to keep copying. But they have to keep copying. So you're just in a really, really bad position when you're doing that, rather than if you know these you know, fundamentals, then when things change, you can adapt yourself and come right. up with something new rather than like, oh, let me go see what else is doing, somebody else, and pick the best one to copy. That's like, <laughs> that's yeah, that's huge. The principles are what empower you to choose where you're going to advertise and when and how. And when something changes, how are you going to adapt to it? But if you don't have that grounding in principles and you're just kind of copying and following the crowd, when things do change, it's like you're going to be high and dry. You're lost in, lost in the wind. Exactly. Right. So organic reach is reducing. So when you post something organically on like your business page or something, this means fewer people are going to see it. But instead of trying to like shake your fist at the heavens and complain about Facebook, the smart move is to adapt and say, okay, well, what what does work? Well, advertising works and advertising on Facebook works great. And so why not learn how to do that rather than spend your time being angry about it? Well, and and you mentioned briefly too there about like some people are mad, so they're leaving and they're like, well, I'm not going to be on Facebook anymore. Which, first of all, it's not hurting Facebook at all. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're good. They're, they're good. good. <laughs> it's like no protest against Starbucks or something like People are still buying their coffee. But the thing is, is that even if they left, like I think somebody, I don't even know who said it, but somebody said like 10% of people, you know, closed their accounts on Facebook with when the whole privacy thing came out. And so Facebook has like 8 billion people or some crazy, ridiculous some crazy number. number yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't even know what the latest number is. Honestly, I should probably know that. But the bottom line is 10% left. So even if it was 5 billion people left, then you know what I'm saying? Like the amount of people that left, it's not even noticeable, honestly. And that shouldn't scare advertisers at all. So Okay. So then let's talk about advertising. So obviously advertising is still working. Has there been any change to advertising, like in terms of ad costs or anything like that? What, what has, has there been a change there? I mean, so far there hasn't really been a big change. What is going to affect people the most when it comes to cost is their ability to continue to put out good quality content in their ads, mm-hmm. not just like a post on your page or a blog, like your ad itself needs to be good. And what you're driving that traffic to needs to be good. And 
as time goes on, Facebook is planning to make their algorithms tighter and tighter and tighter in terms of what you can and cannot say. And so although costs are not necessarily going up, it is going to become harder to run ads if you're running, saying things that you really shouldn't be saying, or if you're already doing spammy, scammy type of stuff, which honestly, I'll be thrilled that that's getting shut down. It just makes it better for everybody else. And so in the long run, I don't think it's going to, I haven't seen it, first of all, make ad costs go up. And I don't think it's going to make ad costs go up because the people who can't adapt to it are not going to be advertising anymore. And so now there's even less competition there because the ones who can't get it together and they don't know what they're doing, they're not going to be on the platform anymore because Facebook is just going to deny, they're going to shut them down. That's a really important point, guys, that when you have a solid strategy and a good understanding of the principles and a good understanding of the fundamentals, every sort of tightening that Facebook does where they maybe they get more strict or or you know this changes or that changes all that's going to do is help filter out the people that don't have that kind of understanding yeah so like when the going gets tough i mean like when the going gets tough the tough get going like when things get more difficult it's actually a good thing for you and your business if you understand this stuff because it just yeah. is going to make it that much harder for new people to just pop in and copy what you're doing because they're not going to understand it so if you have a good grounding in the fundamentals, you know, which is what we try to give our clients where they understand, hey, do this and here's the reason why and here's good advertising and here's bad advertising and here's the difference. If you really understand that, it's going to massively increase your ability to succeed in the long run because the people who don't understand those things are going to have problems. Right. So, so let me ask you this. You said the quality of the advertising is going to become more and more important. What does yeah. that mean? What constitutes the difference between a good ad and a bad ad? Well, it's about the market to message match. And we talk about this a lot in Mm -hmm. advertising because it's really the key to running successful ads that convert. But when you don't understand your audience and you don't have a plan in place for how you're going to reach them and the message you want to communicate to them, and you just throw some copy up on the page and you don't really put any thought or effort into it, and you don't know the rules, that is what's going to become extinct, like just going to be harder and harder to do. And I think that Over the years, Facebook made it so easy for people to advertise like, oh, I can just put this thing up and click this button and I can run an ad. And they kind of did that on purpose, you know, in the Mm -hmm. beginning was like, let's make this accessible for everybody, the small business owner, the solopreneur, like everybody. But as time has gone on, and especially in light of the recent events, they're getting so tight on those things that they don't want just anybody on their advertising anymore. They want people who are doing things legitimate, that have integrity, that are putting good things out, that aren't out to trick people and spam them and and all of those things. So they're really going to be tightening up on people that have spammy offers, spammy websites, spammy copy, all of those type things. So it's going to be important for you to really put some thought and planning into what your ad says and the page that you're driving it to that you're actually putting stuff in front of them that they're interested in, Mm -hmm. that your targeting is going to be really important, that you're putting relevant content in front of them because they're just going to start cracking down on that even more. And they've also gotten rid of some of the targeting options that they used to have, right? Yeah. So, I mean, as everybody knows, a couple months ago too, Facebook took away the job title targeting because there was this huge controversy around some really shady job titles that you could target people based on. And it was allowing people to really be involved in kind of like some hate speech type targeting ads. And so Facebook had pulled that away and then they were slowly giving it back. If you had a business manager account, most people didn't see that go away if you had a business manager account. And some of it has come back, but a lot of it is still gone. 
And then the other changes that Facebook has now made, and my rep told me that it's supposed to be not start till June, but honestly, I've already seen it with our clients, Mm -hmm. is that any third party source that they were getting their information from. So things like income level or net worth or your home value or the type of credit card you use or anything, the information that Facebook used to buy that third party information from other companies and then like match it up with people's Facebook profiles, that's all going away. So Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be starting to phase out in June where you can still, if it's already in your ad campaigns, you can keep it, but you can't edit it. So once you edit it, it goes away. And then by October, it's not going to be there at all and not even be editable or not even be optional. But we have clients right now in Millionaire Alliance who've already seen those options just completely go away. And so even though they say they're rolling it out, they're not starting the changes till June and finishing it in October, it's already happening. And actually in the UK, it's already gone. So because of the GDPR things that are coming out in the UK, they've already pulled all of that. So any kind of third-party targeting if you if you still have it now, you're not going to have it for much longer. So you can't target by job title. You can't target by type of credit card. You can't target by home value. You can't target by income level. These are all stuff that you used to be able to do on Facebook. And now that's all going away, basically. Yeah. yeah. Because of the privacy thing. Yeah. Okay. And you know the truth is, is that I'm not bothered by any of that one bit because all of that stuff has always been so completely unreliable anyways mm-hmm. when it came to advertising. And Facebook could only match it up to a small percentage of people anyways. And we always highly advise people uh, against targeting for that unless there was right. a very specific reason. And so honestly, I don't even care. It's not It's not going to affect any of our clients in any way whatsoever that they've taken that away. The one thing that my rep did tell me is that Facebook does eventually want to be able to bring those options back, but they want it to be from information they own. So they don't right. want to have to rely on third parties anymore to get that information that they want. It wants to be information they were able to curate from um, within their own platform so that mm-hmm. they own that and it's more protected. So we may see it come back someday. It's not, they're not saying it's going to be a permanent thing that's gone, but it is going to be gone for a while for several months. So then what about, you said that they're trying to get more strict about making sure that people follow their guidelines. So mm-hmm. How does that process work? Because I mean, Facebook doesn't have a real human being looking at every single ad that you submit, right? And we're talking about millions and millions and millions of ads, right? So they're dependent on algorithms for that. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that what they're going to be doing is trying to make the algorithms and the AI, I guess, more sophisticated to Mm -hmm. like do a better job of filtering those things out. Well, and they're going to tighten up their the restrictions around it. So okay. things that you used to be able to say, you will no longer be able to say, and they're going to get tighter and tighter with that. We've already seen that happening a lot in the relationship space. Mm-hmm. We know a lot of people who are in the relationship space that just overnight during when all this stuff happened, their ad accounts got shut down without any warning. Like it wasn't like they just denied some ads. They just shut them down. And we mm-hmm. know at least four or five people that that happened to. They're getting really, really, really strict in that space. And even my Facebook rep wasn't even willing to talk about like that in particular. And so, you know, the thing to keep in mind is that your ad and your landing page have to be Facebook compliant and you're going to have to play the game and you're going to have to do whatever it takes to be compliant and follow the rules. But what happens after that, you can still customize, you know, and make more dialed in your marketing message, but you're going to have to make changes on the front end and you're going to have to get creative on ways that you can say things that still grab people's attention and make them want to take some kind of action. But Mm -hmm. you're going to have to be more careful about what you say. Right. So, but the bottom line is that, again, I don't think that any of Facebook's advertising guidelines are particularly unreasonable. I mean, most of them, 
you're like, okay, great. There's a reason that this that this is in place. And right. so if you're if you're creating advertising that's good quality stuff, you're probably not gonna like run, you know, run afoul of of most of their their guidelines anyway. Right. Yeah. They're getting really, really, really strict about identifying people on personal characteristics. Mm. Um, and so talking specifically about what they look like or Okay, so this is this is important yeah. for people to understand. The way that I because you explained this to me before, and the way that I sort of look at it, guys, is that like Facebook doesn't want you to think that they know things that they don't know. So like, in other words, if I ran an ad and the ad was like, I don't know, do you have herpes? People would be, people would see that come up in their newsfeed and they'd be like, wait, well, yeah. How does Facebook, does Facebook have know herpes? Yeah. yeah. How do they know that? That's crazy. They're everywhere. And obviously that would, that would freak people out. So Facebook wants to make sure that when you guys are doing your advertising, that you're not calling out certain characteristics. Like, I mean, you know, uh, are you in a terrible relationship or are you this or are you that? Where your husband it, cheat on you? Yeah, where it would make people paranoid that, like, wait a minute, is that going on? And, right. and how does Facebook know that? Right? How do they know that? And and even if it's not true, they don't want to freak people out. Going like, right. I don't know, do I have herpes? Oh my god! Like, you know, like so. Yeah. So they want to avoid that. And then specifically, they want to avoid also um, just making any kind of over the top ridiculous promises, like oh, you're going to lose a million pounds in five seconds or something right. like that. Right. I mean, those are really the big things they're trying to clamp down on, right? It is. I mean, and here's the bottom line is Facebook doesn't want users to feel crappy when they're on their platform because then they leave and they don't want to be there. And a lot of advertisers get all twisted up like, oh, Facebook doesn't even care about us. I spend all this money and they just shut me down or they don't even care about me. And you know what? The truth is, is they don't. Facebook has always been about the user. They're 100% loyal to making sure the user is happy and that they feel safe. Because the truth is, is that without the user, there is no advertising. We would have nobody to advertise to. So honestly, we should love the fact that Facebook is dedicated to putting the user first before the advertiser, because that's what keeps them there. So they're in the business of making sure that people have a good experience when they're on the platform, that they're happy, that they feel like they can trust it and that their information is safe. And they're doing everything they can, even more than they used to do, to really make sure that happens now so that they keep the users there. And I love that as an advertiser. I know most people have a different perspective and they get pissed off and feel like Facebook doesn't care. Like, I'm giving you my money. Why don't you care about me? But I actually come from the perspective of I love that. I love that they're making sure the user is happy because then that means I have someone to advertise to. So it's like... It's a good thing that they're making these changes. So don't get mad and be all like, oh, Facebook hates me. Why are they making my life so hard? You should love these changes that are being made because if you're an ethical person with integrity and you're doing the right thing for people, it's only going to help you. I love that. I love that. And that's really the thing, guys, is that is that it, all of this stuff that they're doing, you know, I mean, as, as inconvenient as it might be to have to kind of adapt your advertising and, and to just be aware of what's going on and what's changing and as inconvenient as that can be and as much of a pain in the ass as it can be sometimes, really what they're trying to do is create a better experience for everybody so that yeah. people enjoy going on Facebook, so that you're creating advertising that people actually want to see instead of stuff that makes people feel bad or feel gross or whatever. And if you can learn how to do that, everybody wins. So I guess the bottom line is that despite the doom and gloom that you guys might be seeing from other people where they're talking about, oh, you know, Facebook and you know, whatever, complaining. It's dead. It's not even nobody's there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm over Facebook, whatever. It's like, just look, if you need to target the right audience for your business and you need to reach people 
Facebook is still the best way to do it, period. Their targeting options are the best. Their ad platform is the most sophisticated. Yes, there's alternatives out there. There's YouTube and there's LinkedIn and other things. But just so far with everything we've tested, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Adrian, nothing outperforms Facebook. No. I mean, and, and that's what people are asking me, like, should we advertise somewhere else? You know, is there a better place? And there's lots of places to advertise. And I would encourage you to test them out and see if you can. It's always good to have multiple sources for advertising. But as of right now, and for the very near future, and probably a little bit further down the road than that, Facebook is still the number one best advertising tool there is. And you should, and I've said this a million times, you should take full advantage of that. Does that mean it will always be that way? Probably not. But while it is, you should take full advantage of it. And my biggest concern, like overall for people, is that they're going to fall for the stuff that the media is saying or that everybody's yipping and yapping about. They don't really know the truth and they decide to walk away from it or give up on it and just don't understand it. And it's going to hurt their business in the long run. And so I just, I don't want people to do that. Just don't listen to what everybody else is saying. Most people don't even understand what happened and why of all this even came about. And the truth is, is that all of this privacy stuff happened back in 2015 and Facebook already fixed it. It's just that three years later, it actually came to light and the media has made a big deal out of it. But what cracks me up is that 99% of people that I talk to don't realize that this issue that we're having right now happened three years ago and was already fixed then, but everybody's making a big deal about it now. So just don't be concerned with it is, you know, my biggest thing I want to tell people as far as whether it's going away or not, you should be concerned though, on whether you know how to use it properly and, and stay compliant so that you can keep taking advantage of it. Yeah, guys. So look, I guess the big takeaways here is that if you're not advertising, first of all, you should be because Mm -hmm. that's going to be what works and what continues to work. I mean, Facebook's financial model is and, and, and YouTube's and Google's and all these other places, they make money through advertising. That's it. So if you're you know, the reason they're making so much money and the reason they're these multi, multi, multi billion dollar companies is because advertising works. So if you know how to do it and you know how to do it properly, it's it's a gold mine. So if you're not tapping into it, you you really should start. But if you're thinking about tapping into it, please get guidance on how to do it because it can be kind of a minefield to navigate the different regulations, to come up with that market to message match, to know who to target, to know what message to put in front of them. And that's all stuff that we work with our clients about it at, at Clients on Demand. So if you guys need help with that, and you're interested in getting in touch with us to talk about it, I want you to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. So if you're advertising on Facebook and you're you're concerned about these new changes, we should talk. Or even if you're just advertising on Facebook and you feel like you're not making as good of a return on your advertising as you should be, let us take a look. Let us see what's going on. Maybe we can help. And if 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 you're just not getting the lead flow that you want, you're not getting the clients you want, you're terrified to even jump into advertising because you know you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) That's actually smart. But reach out and get some help. Don't stay stuck there. So guys, go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. Book an appointment to speak to us. And we'd love to talk to you. Adrian, you got any parting shots or big takeaways, words of wisdom for everybody? I just want to tell everybody, don't believe the hype. Like, Don't fall for it. Don't let it scare you away. And let everybody else believe it. And you just take advantage of it and keep moving forward and, and do your Facebook ads. Totally, guys. Like, listen, uh, the one characteristic that I've seen of successful people, and we really try to build this up in ourselves and instill it in our clients too. The characteristic is that they just don't overreact to stuff. Yeah. You know, things change in the environment. There's a setback, there's a challenge. Facebook changes their policy. Something happens. uh, You know, they enroll a client and then the client ends up being unhappy. No, like, like so many little challenges happen in business. The best people, the most successful people are the people that don't 
constantly react to the drama, but they implement their game plan and they move forward. And when it's time to adapt, they adapt, but they don't spend a lot of time freaking out or suffering over it. And so that's where we really want you guys to be, where you're totally grounded in a strategy that works, in a system that works, but where you've also done the work on your mindset too, so that when changes happen, you can be rock solid, you understand the principles, and you can just adapt and without skipping a beat. And I can just tell you guys from experience that every time one of these big changes happens that everybody seems to freak out about, it always ends up being a big win for our business in the long yep. run, which yep. <laughs> just because it forces us to stay on our toes and it forces us to make, make new connections and figure yeah. things out. You're so, not growing when you're comfortable. So exactly, exactly. Take it up a little bit. Yeah. And I would, say, I would even say the more discomfort you're willing to tolerate, the more successful you're going to be. But, but look, don't go it alone, guys. If you need our help to navigate some of this stuff, we're totally here for you. Adrian, you're a superstar. You're the best. And guys, thank you for tuning in. We will see you on the next show. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Ruffino, and let's talk soon.